0: Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth. Consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner Khan.
1: I think the number one mistake many people try to I mean, make is that striving for perfection.
0: Today on episode 499 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with the president of the Agile Entrepreneur, Ramesh Dantha. I'm going to ask Ramesh how to start your business easily and quickly and much more. Find out more about Ramesh along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Now, before we jump into this incredibly important topic with Ramesh, I want to tell you a little bit about Tabita Dietrich. Tabita is a best-selling author and the CEO of three companies, including her online coaching business, where Tabita helps her clients sell out multiple five figure and six figure offers with integrity, ease, and creativity. Tabita supports clients on four continents in two different languages and with a team of 20 people. You can listen to my interview with Tabita on episode 490 of Smashing the Plateau, or you can also contact Tabita directly at theartoftheevolutionaryentrepreneur.com. Now let's welcome Ramesh Dantha. Ramesh is a serial entrepreneur, host of the Agile Entrepreneur podcast, a writer and blogger. Ramesh loves to share his experiences of building businesses, running them, and leading them successfully. He's also the author of a new book released in October, 2019, titled The 60-Minute Startup, a proven system to start your business in one hour a day, and get your first paying customers in 30 days or less. Ramesh, welcome to the show.
1: David, thank you very much. I'm very honored to be on your show. Ramesh, what kinds
0: of businesses have you built?
1: So I always believed in passive income streams. So the very first one that I started off is actually I bought a website. It's a pet medicine website. It's an affiliate kind of a a website uh, where there is a veterinarian who is actually filling the prescriptions, but I was a front end, right? That's my first foray into the the internet marketing. Afterwards, um, I uh, expanded into domain flipping, so-called domain flipping, where you buy domains and then you sell them off. So at some point of time, I had about 800 domains, um, so wait, one too many, uh, but I just wanted to learn fast. Uh, that's the second one. And then afterwards, uh, I built a consulting company as well. It's a more a data analytics com- consulting company. So right now, for, I'm uh, exploring the income streams from podcasts and
0: books. And why did you start getting into businesses in the first place?
1: Uh, excellent question. Actually, I was fully employed. I always believed in um, the flexibility in life, uh, and then uh, wanting to do things that I really wanted to do. And then um, one day, I just sat and I was reading a magazine, maybe Entrepreneur or something, and and then I came across this this whole uh, domain flipping, and then you know the, the websites and all that stuff that fascinated me. I mean, I did not know anything about it at that time. It opened up a completely new world to me, and I said, "Yeah, this seems like a a good passive income stream where I don't have to quit my job and I can start exploring this. So I I would do this in the evenings and weekends, trying to learn and trying to tweak. So I I wanted the the passive income stream, but at the same time, at some point, the flexibility of, uh, you know, jumping into it full time whenever I was ready.
0: And how did it feel playing around with these businesses in your off work time?
1: Actually, it's very exciting and exhilarating because it's, uh, I mean, you wouldn't believe it. It's almost like a totally new world. I had no idea, right? I was in the technology world and then um, I was in the marketing and business development, uh, product uh, marketing and that kind of stuff. So this is completely new. And uh, I was so energized by what I was learning on a day-to-day basis. I would spend hours and hours until late in the night. And then I would not even feel tired the next day because um, it was so, uh, you know, exhilarating. And then uh, I was so energized by this one. And I kept
0: going um, without, uh, you know, uh, stopping. Mm. And have there been some surprising failures along the way?
1: Uh, Yes, actually. The funny (laughs) thing was the Pet Medicines one. uh, Originally when I bought it, uh, it was a money-making website. Pretty decent one, I would say. It paid off uh, for what I bought within... A month or so. I mean, that was uh, surprising. So I thought life is going to be pretty cool. You know, man, this this is I paid off uh, whatever I bought it for within one month. So uh, it's great. And then um, lo and behold, a few months down the stream, Google changed the algorithms, um, the search engine algorithms, and suddenly the revenue dropped. And I had no clue about the search engine algorithms and you know the updates to this stuff. And then so that was a a new learning again as to what should I be doing to keep this in the good books of the search engines? So that that was a surprise, um, not so pleasant, but it, it provided an opportunity for me to learn um, new things. And what's worked really well for you? Uh, What worked uh, very well for me, the domain flipping was also, uh, it was okay. I was learning a lot, but uh, the work well for me was affiliate income, right? So, I mean, then I also dabbled in a little bit uh, on the Amazon websites afterwards. But overall, the really good passive income stream was the affiliate income, either, uh, you know, selling products or services from, you know, other websites like clickbanks and things like that. But where I was focusing most on the content, I was focusing more, more on the search engine optimization and those areas. Until now, um, until more recently, I should say, I didn't have my own products to sell. But uh, the affiliate one, the, that was pretty good uh, gig. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to
0: today, do you still have your day job?
1: I, I do not have a day job. Um, so 2016 or so, I said, OK, I'm going to quit. And this is it. Uh, this is the phase of my life. I want to do what I want to do. And uh, outside, uh, it seemed like so many things are happening with, uh, you know, artificial intelligence and machine learning, big data, cloud computing. So much it was happening. And I really wanted to learn. I mean, learn it all, uh, David. So uh, I hug. Um, I'm a, a constant learner. So I I wanted to do all these things and I quit. And um, to uh, have the steady cash flow coming in, I started a consulting company, a data strategy consulting company.
0: Okay, so so that's in the data strategy company, the consulting company, are you selling your time as opposed to selling product or selling uh, something that's more passive? you got
1: it yeah so that that was uh, uh, because uh, again right one of the things that i really uh, believe in and i, I think everybody should uh, probably start looking at if they're starting out in a business is uh, the inventory of you know what i call your knowledge your skills and assets right you take an inventory of what you know right you, uh, the ksa model that i got so the knowledge skills and a- the assets are attributes when i looked at it mine is It's a tremendous knowledge in terms of what I've learned about the data and all that good stuff. And then also, I I write a lot. So that's one of the skills I like to write. And then I had built a decent network of contacts over the years, right? So people that I um, engage in the the industry. So when I put them all together, it seemed like the consulting was the right model for me to get straight in selling my time, as you said, services, to have the steady cash flow coming as I build other products and services while the consulting is going on.
0: Right. So you're still focused on multiple revenue streams.
1: Yes, I am. I'm, I'm a big believer in multiple revenue streams. And uh, I also uh, believe in, um, you know, a cash flow, uh, something that it's a steadier cash flow until you, you could
0: comfortably, um, you know, go into other areas. Mm. Now, Ramesh, I love the title of your book, um, this whole idea of having a system to start your business, particularly to think about being able to start it in one hour a day and get your first paying customer within 30 days. There's so many people who have businesses or start businesses and really struggle to make the business viable or the business may be running for a while and something happens in the marketplace and business suffers and they really struggle to recover from it. What are some of the the basic strategies that are important to actually have something that is successful? Will do what you want, make money, and won't kill your time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Actually, it's a good question. Uh, Thank you, David. So this concept, I mean, this philosophy kind of grew out of uh, me trying to connect the dots, right? So because when I was trying to build the business, I was uh, struggling in the way that um, the advice out there is that, hey, first figure out why you want to start a business, you know, and then take this course and take go to that workshop and seminar. I mean, I've spent money trying to figure all this out, you know, do email marketing and all this stuff. OK, that's, that's fine and good. But uh, the background that I have is that uh, in the technology industry, there's something called an agile methodology. This is a software development process that came into being since 2001. Uh, where it's a very iterative approach, right? It's a, it's not that you take some requirements and you develop some product for six months and come back. And by the time the customer has moved on or the market has moved on and said, whatever you built is not the right one, right? That was the old model. The new, new model is, much more agile, like every two weeks you, you develop some software product and you show it to the customer, and customer will give the feedback and the requirements, even if they change, you incorporate. It's a very agile, iterative approach to building and a customer-focused way of building the software. I mean, that's the one that revolutionized software like Airbnbs and Ubers of the world. They're able to you know do so quickly. Then I said, how can I connect that into entrepreneurship? Because entrepreneurship, it's all, so that's the model of this 30 days and 60 minutes is very iterative approach uh, because there are two fundamental things, I believe, in uh, starting a business, especially. One is you launch the business. That's one of the major hurdles. The second one is getting the first paying customer. If me as a business person, if I could launch the business and let everybody know that I have a business, and then secondly, if I can get the first paying customers I'm so far off, the next paying customer will come from a referral or a testimonial from first. So I will keep going. I can tweak my model later. I can tweak my pricing model, all that stuff. So then I said, I connected the dots. Then I should only focus on these two things in the first 30 days, right? I don't have to quit my job, take 60 minutes. I should be able to get hopefully 60 minutes a day. And hopefully I should be able to get just 30 days out of my entire life if i'm really passionate about building a business right take that and the the way i've constructed the model is first 15 days is all about launching the business you know get the basic mechanics of you know what's your product what's a service what do you have to offer who is the customer and then what are the pain points how does your product solve the uh, customer pain points in the first 15 days and then if your business needs a website you know do a quick and dirty website not very detailed so my thinking here is that don't go too deep into any one of the things because you can always tweak later. You can always pivot later. You can always iterate, right? So just, just get it launched. And the next 15 days, I've talked to multiple entrepreneurs on my own, came up with a 15 different strategies of getting a first-paying customer. Right. You know, one of them, I call other people's audience, you know, so, uh, or trading your service for something else, so different strategies, proven strategies by other entrepreneurs with the templates. And then, so that way, within 30 days, you launch your business and then you get your first paying customer, right? Using at least some of the strategies, then, then you can start tweaking and you learn it so much about your business, so much about the customer, so much about your pricing, then you can tweak and then keep building it.
0: Ramesh. What do you think some of the biggest mistakes business owners make? I think the number one
1: mistake many people try to I mean, make is that uh, striving for perfection, right? You want to be perfect. And I know there's advice out there, you know, find your niche and find your sub-niche and then make sure your website is, you know, completely optimized uh, and all that stuff, right? So all of them will take time. And as time builds, People will be stressed out. And then you'll be spending more money on more things, right? And then, so all those three elements time issue, the stress issue, and the third one is the money issue. Those are the three things will keep adding up if you keep striving for perfection and always looking for the perfect time to build the business.
0: Okay. So, as an entrepreneur, particularly if you're launching something on your own, how do you overcome? those voices inside your head that keep telling you you should be doing a better job before you actually launch your business?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, I know, I'm in mean, the imposter syndrome, actually, maybe you're not good enough and you know, all that stuff, right? So I, mean, I think, David, there are three things, right? So about starting a business, probably it's about life. There's a fear and there's uncertainty and there's a doubt, right? What I call is a FUD. Right. The fear of the unknown, fear of the failure and uncertainty about things that you don't know and the doubt about yourself. You know, it's a, whether I'm good enough or, uh, you know, am I doing a good enough job kind of stuff. Right. So one of the things the fear is if you know a known template, like it's something that's uh, proven, then you can reduce the fear and, and then also reduce the time it takes to you know get over the fear. Right. To ask, answer your question about the doubt, uh, at least this is my uh, technique, my, um, things I did to myself, considering the background that I have and originally immigrated from India and then, you know, where I came from, I always asked myself one question, what is the worst that can happen if I fail? What's the worst, right? Even like the worst is whatever the beginnings that I had, that's the worst. Like I, I, I'll probably go back to that one. I mean, I survived, I lived that stage. So I mean, if that's the worst that can happen, sure, I can live with it.
0: Yeah, th- that's a great question, actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, like we all, right? So, like, probably people lost the jobs, people, you know, whatever, whatever, right? So, I mean, the worst that can happen is go back to that stage of the worst stage. And if you have lived through that one, that means you can live through that one more time. So, why not take the chance and then take the chance not for like multiple months, but take the chance for one month and then, and then, um, you know, keep tweaking, keep uh, iterating. But, you know, just get over the hump as quickly as possible.
0: Yeah, I I suspect, Ramesh, that a lot of people worry about what other people will think of them if they launch this thing and it's not perfect.
1: Uh, Correct. I mean, I myself, uh, have gone through that one, right? It's like, hey, I have a really good job here. And then if people come to know that I'm dabbling in these passive income streams you know, what will they think of me? Why is he, uh, he, he, does he have a problem or is he worried about job and all that stuff, right? I'm I'm sure, right? Uh, I mean, I had those uh, doubts. Um, I had, and then what will the friends and family think of me? Hey, this guy's trying something new. Uh, If he fails, like the the fear of embarrassment, uh, it's always there. For me, the passion for uh, being an entrepreneur uh, is much higher than the fear of failing. Right. So, I mean, I was able to overcome because I really want to make something happen. Right. I, I was hungry.
0: Yeah. Ramesh, what are some, uh, some examples of businesses that started using your system? Okay. So, actually, quite a few. For example, then,
1: um, uh, by the way, the book itself uh, you know, uh, profiles about 30 entrepreneurs, Right, so thirty entrepreneurs and then their journey and what they have done, and then I could talk about a couple of them examples. So there's one lady, she was in sales and then she's doing she was doing pretty good, but she was unhappy that she wanted to do something. Right, so uh, over a weekend and a Friday or so, she said, "Okay, I know about organizing. Right, I know about home organizing. It's unrelated to what she was doing at work, totally. Right, so but something, and then um, she put an ad out in a Facebook uh, sorry, Craigslist. Uh, at that time. And then, uh, and then she also put out a note on the Facebook group. Right. And then um, within a week, within a week, actually, that she was able to get her first customer and she didn't even have a website. She didn't, you know, go through the trouble of, you know, do, doing all that. Right. So very agile way. It, it worked for her and for her business. I'm not saying this will work for anybody, but that's a very agile way of, Hey, you know, within my network, I will put the message out there. This is what I will do. And then, uh, and I put an ad out there and then she had first paying customers. And then she figured out within two weeks that her pricing was not perfect, but that was immaterial. She could tweak it later. Right. And then she built the website. So the first year she made about $15,000 or so. Right. But that was not good enough for her to quit. But the next year is when she made the transition. Right. That's one.
0: And, and how did her business work out once she went into it full time?
1: Yeah, full-time. Then um, that, that's an excellent question because now the she ri- realized that it's a home organization is good, but she could extend that to small business organization, organizing their finances and organizing their stuff. So she expanded that into a small business. And this, the third thing she did, as she realized that this is all a very service oriented because now number of hours she spends, that's what she gets paid for. She wanted to productize the services. So then she learned that she could put a course out there because there are other potential aspiring home organizers out there. So she put a course out there and then she started teaching the course and then getting charged for it. So, and then this is not a live course, so people sign up and then go through the motion. So she was able to productize. But these things evolved, right? So uh, she was, as she learned more about her business, uh, customers and their pain points and all that stuff, she was able to expand. But well, that's one example.
0: Mm. And Ramesh, do you have any thoughts about where people should start to look for help if, as they may have some ideas they want to test? And like you said at the beginning of, of the podcast, there are a lot of things you didn't know, so you're always looking to learn. And you just gave this example, this woman, and there were things that she realized that she could do in her business that would be... I would add revenue, but she didn't know how to do them. Where where do you think people should start looking for resources? I mean, I'll be
1: very self-serving here, David. I will give my website, so rameshdanta.com. But uh, beyond that, right? So, I mean, there, there's uh, some uh, quite a good information. But I think, in my opinion, people who want to look for information should put a framework as to what they're looking. Otherwise, what happens is this could take them le- leading into multiple different directions. And my framework was, the way I worked in is, I'm willing to fail. I'm willing to fail, but willing to learn from the failings, right? So it's, it's very important for me that I'm not afraid of failing, but I want to learn from it. So whatever I learn is very quick. The, for example, the first business I told you before, I bought it. I did not build it. And the reason I bought it is I wanted to learn from somebody who has done it before, right? I mean, these were the domain uh, websites. I mean, I could mention a lot of them. And, but there's no one place that I went to, David, that I could, I could give. Uh, but depending on uh, the information that I needed, I, you know, went to uh, that particular thing. But it's all about uh, learning, doing things quickly, and, and then
0: learning from it. Sounds great. And Ramesh, obviously, you have studied a lot of different kinds of businesses. Um, I wondered if there's perhaps one in particular that you think is a really outstanding example of somebody who has smashed the plateau.
1: Uh, Yeah. So, uh, again, smashing the plateau is a fantastic uh, feature. And then uh, there's another example I would uh, give. And this lady, uh, she's a fitness instructor. And then one day she was sitting at home and then looking at her kids and then how she could develop the bond with her kids as well as, you know, uh, make them fit. And then out of her passion, uh, she took some money out of her house mortgage. And then she started the children's fitness, uh, you know, uh, company and uh, that involves uh, uh, multiple videos and then also involves some physical products for the kids kind of stuff right i believe she really sh- uh, smashed the plateau in how she built the, you know this business out of her passion as well as you know wanting to you know do something uh, you know good out there that's another example
0: yeah a great example. And Ramesh, For if someone wants to go deeper with anything you've shared today, I know you mentioned your website earlier. I wonder if you could repeat your site and also if there are any other ways that people can follow you and get in touch with you. How would they do that? Definitely.
1: Uh, the website itself is uh, my name, Ramesh, R A M E S H, Danta, D O N T H A dot com. And um, uh, I'm quite active on LinkedIn. So uh, any of your listeners, uh, you know, wanting to connect with me, I would really value. I respect you. I mean, what you're doing, David, is fantastic. So I'm expecting your listeners also be uh, the same vein. So I'll be open to connections coming from your listeners on uh, LinkedIn. Just uh, look for Ramesh uh, Danta and uh, you would find me there. And uh, Twitter, I'm RKDanta1 um, as well. So those are the couple of uh, social media platforms. And, and I, I really welcome all connections.
0: Yeah. So if you're really interested in, in this particular system in, in particular, get in touch with Ramesh. Um, he's a wealth of information about a systematic approach to getting a business up and running and get, getting paying customers quickly, which is really important for anyone who's an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur. Ramesh, is there a free gift you'd like to share with our audience?
1: Uh, David, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm really uh, passionate about getting the message out. And I would like as many people to read uh, about the book and then read the book itself. So I, I would like to really offer a free digital copy uh, to any of the listeners uh, who would uh, contact me. I mean, uh, one of the easiest ways to contact me is the contact at RameshDanta.com. Uh, contact at rameshdanta.com. dot com, and then Ari, as I said on LinkedIn itself, they can connect with me, message me, and say hey, I heard this uh, about uh, this book on uh, David's uh, podcast. Um, I would definitely offer the the free digital copy.
0: Sounds great, Well, Ramesh. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau. Um, it's been a really insightful discussion about some of the most important aspects of getting a, a business launch and getting it to be successful. My guest today has been the president of the Agile Entrepreneur, Ramesh Danta. Thank you again, Ramesh, for joining us. Thanks, David. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mention on the show. Today we learned how to overcome the fear of perfection and get your business started quickly and how Ramesh developed and runs his own business. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. And remember when you support our sponsors, you help us bring Smashing the Plateau to you for free. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.